Coffee Break French Magazine Season 1, Episode 8. Voici pour encore un épisode de Coffee Break French. Moi, c'est Marc. Et moi, c'est toujours Pierre-Benoît. Comment vas-tu, monsieur Très, très bien. Je, je suis en pleine forme. Et toi Bah, C'est bien. Moi, ça va. Je, je, je suis quand même un tout petit peu stressé aujourd'hui. Ah bah, ça change. <rire> <rire> eh oui, eh oui. Mais on a beaucoup de choses à faire. Mais c'est bien. C'est bien d'avoir beaucoup de, cha... de, de choses à faire, ouais. n'est-ce pas Oui, je suis entièrement d'accord. Ok. Alors, aujourd'hui, nous parlons des films. Enfin... Oui. Pas tout à fait des films, mais d'un festival de films. Un festival de films qui est, qui est mondialement connu. Exactement. Donc, uh, as usual, we'll be talking through the text. Susie's going to read the text for us. And then Pierre Benoit and I will discuss the language in the text. And there's some really nice phrases in here. And uh, one particular phrase which caused us a little bit of consternation this morning. <laughs> But we'll get to that a little later on. Of course, if this is the first episode of Coffee Break French that you happen to be listening to, then you should know that there are many, many episodes before this one and they start at the absolute beginning of French and go through the basics of French so don't worry if you're finding this one a little bit difficult you can go back and listen to season one of Coffee Break French and start learning with us you'll find all of that on your favourite podcasting app however, if you're joining us for the magazine then we are delighted you're here and we will get on with the show now Alors t'es prêt toi Moi je suis prêt et puis je pense que Suzy est prête aussi Elle est prête, elle est juste dehors donc elle va arriver bientôt alors, euh, on va y aller. C'est parti. Okay, so we've moved Pierre Benoit out the studio and Suzy's in the studio. So, for the text, we'll listen to it in full. Take it away, Suzy. Peut-être savez-vous déjà que chaque année, au mois de mai, le rideau se lève sur l'événement spectaculaire du Festival de Cannes. Pendant 12 jours, les plus grandes stars du grand écran et des professionnels de l'industrie cinématographique du monde entier se rassemblent dans le cadre magnifique de la Côte d'Azur pour célébrer le 7e art. Fondé en 1946, ce festival du cinéma est devenu l'un des plus médiatisés au monde. Un jury international a la tâche difficile de décerner les prix, dont la distinction la plus prestigieuse, la Palme d'Or, qui récompense le meilleur film de la sélection officielle. En fait, le premier festival avait été prévu pour 1939 et le réalisateur Louis Lumière avait accepté d'en être le président. Mais à cause de la Deuxième Guerre mondiale, l'événement avait dû être annulé. Vous reconnaîtrez sans doute un des films de la sélection de l'époque. Il s'agit d'une jeune fille aux souliers de rubis qui rencontre un épouvantail, un homme de fer et un lion peureux. Oui, c'est bien ça le magicien d'Oz de Victor Fleming était censé faire partie de la sélection de ce festival qui n'a donc jamais eu lieu cette année-là. Depuis sa création, le festival de Cannes a captivé l'imagination des cinéphiles du monde entier. Aujourd'hui, la plupart des projections se déroulent dans le palais des festivals et des congrès, sur la mythique promenade de la croisette bordée de palmiers. Ainsi, une foule impressionnante de touristes, de spectateurs et de journalistes ne manquerait pour rien au monde ce rendez-vous annuel pour voir ou juste apercevoir les vedettes défiler sur le tapis rouge et assister à la fameuse montée des marches. Dorénavant, le Festival de Cannes s'affiche comme un événement incontournable pour tous les passionnés de cinéma. Ok, by the magic of podcasting, we've now replaced Susie back in the studio with Pierre Benoît. <laughs> Je suis de retour. J'étais dehors. 
Il fait plus chaud là-dedans. Hein ah oui, ici, il fait beaucoup plus chaud que, que dehors, oui. Ok, alors, we, we will have Susie back later in the text, in the, in the episode, obviously, but for now, we're back with Pierre Benoit and we're going to talk through the language of this text. Mais avant, est-ce que tu es déjà allé au Festival de Cannes Non, 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 j'avais de la famille qui habitait à Cannes, donc ouais. quand, quand, quand j'étais plus jeune, j'aurais pu... Euh, y aller à, oui. à cette époque-là, mais non, j'ai jamais eu le, j'ai eu l'opportunité d'y aller, oui. l'occasion d'y aller, malheureusement. Moi, j'étais, enfin, euh, j'étais une fois, ouais. et puis c'était quand j'habitais à Menton, donc euh, je faisais mon année euh, comme ouais. assistant d'anglais dans, ça, dans ça, ouais. le lycée à Menton, et puis euh, pendant le festival de Cannes, je suis allé à Cannes, j'ai adoré euh, l'ambiance et tout sûr. ça, mais par contre, je ne suis jamais allé à Cannes en dehors du festival. Ouais. Donc, en fait, j'ai l'impression que je ne connais pas Cannes, en vrai, fait. C'est vrai, c'est vrai, je comprends ce que tu veux dire. Parce vrai. que Cannes, au festival, ah, c'est pas Cannes euh, d'habitude, quoi. Voilà, c'est ça, les... pendant les 11, 11 mois et demi oui. de l'année, quoi. C'est oui, ça. tout à fait, voilà, tout voilà, à fait. Mais de toute façon, on va parler du texte maintenant. Donc, euh, on va commencer, tu vas dire chaque phrase et puis on va D'accord, je commence, ok. Peut-être, savez-vous déjà, que chaque année, au mois de mai, le rideau se lève sur l'événement spectaculaire du festival de Cannes. In the first three words of the sentence, or four words of the sentence, we've got an interesting grammar point, because peut-être is followed in two ways, either by the inversion, peut-être savez-vous déjà, or with a que, peut-être que vous savez déjà. Très bien. So two options there. Perhaps you already know that every year in the month of May, of May au mois de mai, le rideau se lève, the curtain goes up, on the événement spectaculaire, on the, the spectacular event that is the Festival de Cannes, the Cannes Film Festival. Et en fait, en français, on dit le Festival de Cannes. On ne dit pas vraiment le Festival de Cinéma de Cannes. Non, on dit juste le Festival de Cannes. So, juste. I think in English, we tend to say the Cannes Film Festival. Yeah, you do plus de films, don't you? Yeah. Yes, you do. But in, yeah. in French, le Festival de Cannes, tout simplement. I think it's so, it's so famous that yeah. we know it's about films. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. Pendant 12 jours, les plus grandes stars du grand écran et des professionnels de l'industrie cinématographique du monde entier se rassemblent dans le cadre magnifique de la Côte d'Azur pour célébrer le 7e art. Ok, so, during 11 days, in 12 days even. <laughs> oh dear, 12, come on Mark, I think you should know that. Pendant 12 jours, during 12 days, les plus grandes stars du grand écran, so the biggest stars, and note that star, une star, c'est toujours au féminin. Oui, okay. on, peut, on ne peut pas dire un star. Un star. So even if you're talking about male stars here, oui. we're always... Gérard Depardieu, si je peux me permettre, oui. est une star de, du cinéma français. So, toujours une star, ok oui. oui. Du grand écran, note that liaison there, the grand écran. The T-sound. Uh -huh. So grand, when it's followed by a, a vowel, has a T sound, le grand écran. So les plus grandes stars du grand écran, that's nice, the big stars of the big screen, et des professionnels de l'industrie cinéma, cinématographique du monde entier, and uh, professionals from the cinematographic industry of the entire world, yeah. se rassemblent, they get together, they gather, dans le cadre magnifique, in the wonderful setting, literally the frame, le cadre, de la Côte d'Azur, of the, the, the Riviera, the French Riviera, pour célébrer le septième art. So we're not talking about the ninth art this no, time, no, the no. seventh art. Uh, so to, to celebrate the seventh art. Quick question. La Côte d'Azur. Oui. 
or la Côte d'Azur. La Côte. La Côte. Mais, 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 but if, I'll say that in English, obviously, if you are from the, the east of France and the mm. south of France, um, sometimes some people say la Côte. La Côte. And okay. I think it from a... my time down there, I think people from there would tend to say la Côte. Yeah. So la Côte d'Azur or la Côte d'Azur. Uh, if you if you look at the the grammatical explanation mark, mm-hmm. okay, you've got the sound o. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like like if I say uh, pornic, I come from yeah. pornic. You okay? don't come from oh. pornic. Uh, exactly. <laughs> okay. But as soon as you as you stick that we circumflex accent on mm-hmm. top of it, the sound should change to o. Oh. Oh. Okay. But obviously there are different uh, regionalisms, uh, and uh, and and people obviously will have different accents, different intonations. Tout à fait. Okay, on va continuer avec le texte. Fondé en 1946, ce festival du cinéma est devenu l'un des plus médiatisés au monde. So founded in 1946, this cinema festival est devenu, has become, okay, from devenir, yep. which is an être verb, yep. and therefore est devenu, although it's saying est devenu with an être verb there, it's still meaning it has become, because it's a perfect tense. L'un des plus médiatisés du monde. Médiatisé au monde, ouais, ou du monde. Euh, du ouais. monde, au monde, ok. Mm-hmm. So it's become one of the, the biggest uh, media events in the yeah, world, yeah, that kind yeah. of idea. Mediatized, we don't really have a, a, an adjective like that in English. No, it's the idea that the, the importance, can, it's like actually the, the, the camera is on. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, uh, carry on. Un jury international a la tâche difficile de décerner les prix. So an international jury has the difficult task, la tâche, of uh, décerner les prix, of deciding the prizes. Yeah, décerner, it's, it's the idea of choosing who yeah. is going to be uh, going to and giving it to them. Yeah, so in, in, we have the word in English to discern, to discern yeah. but we wouldn't discern a prize, I think, in English. No, okay, no. that's but, interesting. Okay. Dont la distinction la plus prestigieuse, la Palme d'Or, qui récompense le meilleur film de la sélection officielle. Now, I, I think this is fascinating because this don here threw me a little when I first read this text because I always think of don as of which or mm-hmm. something like that. But if we look at this, of which the most prestigious distinction, la palme d'or, and then it's followed by a qui. So here the don doesn't really mean of which. It more means something like including. So including the most distinction or the, the, the biggest, the most prestigious distinction, the Palme d'Or, yeah. which goes on, yeah. so go on yeah. to finish that sentence. Qui récompense le meilleur film de la sélection officielle. Literally, which recompenses the best film of the official selection. Yeah. See, if we just back, jump back to, to Don, I want to explain <laughs> what, I was, what I was referring to there. If we're translating this in English as of which... So of which the most dis- the most prestigious distinction, the Palme d'Or, we need to follow that with a verb. In English, yeah. In English. Uh-huh. However, in French, what you're following it with is a qui. So that's why we can't translate don there as of which. We have to use including don, because we've already mentioned les prix, don, including, or among which includes <laughs> the, the most prestigious distinction, the Palme d'Or, which... Uh, is given to the, the best film. Yeah. It's tricky. It's, very... it's tricky. I'm also thinking, um, you, could we actually take the, the key away? I think we could, yeah. <laughs> so... and, but I think because the, the way we see it, it's a long sentence. And because it's a long sentence, you need to actually take breath after La Palme d'Or. Mm-hmm. And then it's like saying laquelle or 
and, and all key and then it comes in because we need something to start the sentence again. To start again. the sentence again, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But technically, it's not totally, it wouldn't be wrong as such. So we could uh, say, dans la distinction la plus prestigieuse, la Palme d'Or, récompense, récompense yeah, le meilleur exactly. film de la sélection officielle. Très bien. Ok, voilà. nous allons continuer <laughs> avec notre texte. En fait, le premier festival avait été prévu pour 1939. In fact, the first festival had been scheduled, avait été prévu, had been previewed, had been planned, planned yep, mm -hmm. for 1939. Et le réalisateur Louis Lumière avait accepté d'en être le président. And the director, Louis Lumière, had accepted to be the president of it, d'en être le président. So we're talking about the film festival. Mm -hmm. So he had accepted the post of president of that film festival. Mais à cause de la Deuxième Guerre mondiale, l'événement avait dû être annulé. Okay. Now, I'm sitting here with a bit of a face on me, I have to say. <laughs> we've, we've talked probably for over an hour this morning yeah. about this particular, yeah. these four words. <laughs> avait dû être annulé. Which is a, a plus perfect. Yeah. Okay. So, and, tell and, us a little I, about I, this. I think, I think we, we, we thought about it and I think this is where you have a difference between English mm -hmm. uh, and French when it comes to translating this, yep. okay? Um, I think in French, because all you need to, 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 to obey the concordance des temps. Yeah, so the, okay. the following... The, the tense agreements of, of sequence, yeah. Sequence of um, and all these three um, expressions actually are quite far back. It's at that time right. what happened is that the festival had been planned. The, but obviously I'm going to say it in English, so yeah, okay. okay. But let's go uh, thinking in a French way. And Louis Lumière had accepted as being the, the director of it, the mm -hmm. president, the president of it, sorry. And then, um, and obviously the, the actual event because of the Second World War um, had been cancelled then. No, so you're saying had been cancelled. But as but you would say, had to be cancelled. So you're thinking maybe we should not use a plus perfect, we should use something closer because that's posterior, that's after the, 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 the first two mm -hmm. actions. Am I right, Mark? Yeah, you're yeah. right to a certain extent because you said that it had been cancelled. But that's a different concept because what we're actually using here is devoir. So it had had to be cancelled. Now, the minute you start saying had had in English, it sounds weird already. <laughs> yes, yes. So that's one point in, in the, in the favour of a dû être annulé. Ah, c'est un match de boxe maintenant. <laughs> <laughs> I think what we're trying to, to make sure here is that we've got a version that works for a native French speaker. And yeah. Pierre Benoit asked a number of people, and so far all the French speakers are coming back with avait uh, dû être annulé. Yeah. Whereas all of the logical approach to this, looking at it had been planned for 1939, the Louis Lumière had, had accepted the role of president, but then, and to use a very typically coffee break French word, the Second World War broke out and it was cancelled. And in my head, that is a perfect tense. It's actually, to be perfectly honest, it would be a past historic. Yeah. I would, I would yeah. want fut yeah. annulé. In Interesting that you said the, the, the Second World War broke out because the broke out then also changes everything mm -hmm. and brings then on bring, brings on um, a, a, a historic past or a yep. passé composé or a, or, or a perfect. Uh -huh. um, so that's interesting so as well. Are you saying there we could have changed this and we could have said... Uh, mais quand la guerre... Quand la guerre euh, commença, est arrivé, ou est arrivé, l'événement euh, a, a, a dû été être annulé. A été annulé ou a dû être annulé. That would have been, but that's good. Not yeah. thinking on, you know, on 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 the, 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 on, on, the, on the spot on the, yeah. you know. So that's good. But anyway, um, thank you to uh, the, the three and a half thousand people who have contributed to the discussion <laughs> this morning. 
<laughs> we've been looking at it in Spanish and in Italian and in English, obviously. But no, it's uh, very. This is why we love languages. This absolutely. is the this is the motivation for learning a language and continuing. Tout à fait, know, bravo, monsieur. This is is super. <laughs> okay, nous allons continuer quand même. <laughs> Vous reconnaîtrez sans doute euh, un des films de la sélection de l'époque. So you will recognize a straightforward, beautiful future tense there. You will un, you will recognize, without a doubt, one of the films of the selection of the time, de l'époque. Il s'agit d'une jeune fille aux souliers de rubis. So it's about, we're telling the tale of une jeune fille, a young girl, aux souliers de rubis. So with ruby slippers. Qui rencontre un épouvantail. Who uh, meets a, a scarecrow. Un homme de fer? Literally an iron man. Yeah. Um, in, uh, that's how he's known in the, the French version of the, the, the book and the film. I think in English we would be talking about the tin man. Mm-hmm. Et un lion peureux, un lion craintif. So a, a scared lion. So who are we talking about here? Uh, oui, oui, c'est bien ça, oui. Uh, that, that's right, yep. Le magicien d'Oz de Victor Fleming. So the, the Wizard of Oz by Victor Fleming était censé faire partie de la sélection de ce festival qui n'a donc jamais eu lieu cette année-là. So the Wizard of Oz, Victor Fleming's Wizard of Oz was supposed to be or was supposed to uh, form part of the selection. Part, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So être censé plus an infinitive, not yeah. de or something like that, no, être censé yeah. faire quelque chose. So it was supposed to be part of the selection of the, the festival qui n'a donc jamais eu lieu cette année-là, which never took place yeah, avoir that lieu. year. Beautiful expression, avoir yeah. lieu. And interesting is, is qui n'a donc jamais eu lieu cette année. Eu lieu, eu lieu, oui. Yeah, as opposed to qui n'avait donc... See where I'm going? Yep, but you don't have a plus perfect before it. It's okay. été censé. Yeah, because we're narrating what uh-huh, happened, uh-huh. just like the way it was cancelled. <laughs> okay, let's 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 ah, move on. Ça fait deux points pour Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Depuis sa création, uh, I'm moving on swiftly. As yep, you can absolutely. Le festival de Cannes a captivé l'imagination des cinéphiles du monde entier. So since its creation, the Cannes Film Festival has captivated. The imagination of cinéphiles, cinema goers, cinema lovers, film aficionados. buffs. Aficionados, yeah. So film buffs, I think we'll call yeah. them. Du monde entier, uh, of the entire world. Aujourd'hui, la plupart des projections se déroulent dans le palais des festivals et des congrès. So the, today, um, the majority of the film viewings se déroulent, take place in the palais des festivals et des congrès. Sur la mythique promenade de la croisette bordée de palmiers. So on the mythical promenade of the Croisette, it's the name of the promenade yes. where uh, the festival takes place. And I'm sure you've seen this on the TV. And it's bordé de palmiers. It is... Uh, flanked. Flanked. Oh. Nice word. Oh, oh, oh merci. I'm impressed, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ça fait un point pour, uh, pour les Français, alors, c'est ça? <laughs> so it's flanked by these uh, palm trees. Uh, j'ai perdu ma ligne. Uh, ainsi. Ah, merci. Ainsi, c'est à cause des larmes dans mes yeux. Ouais. Ainsi, une foule impressionnante de touristes, de spectateurs et de journalistes ne manquerait pour rien au monde ce rendez-vous annuel. So, in such a way, therefore, 
a, a crowd, uh, an impressive crowd of tourists, spectators and journalists, ne manquerait pour rien au monde, so they wouldn't miss for the world. Yeah, for, for uh, nothing, this, in, anything in the world. Did you see, uh, yeah. What do you say in English? I wouldn't miss that for the world. For the world, yeah, you're yeah. right, it's for the world, sorry. So they wouldn't miss, they wouldn't miss it for the world, This or they wouldn't miss this annual meeting for the world. It sounds a little bit strange when we, <laughs> when we stretch it out like that. Can we just look at Moncoret, however? Beautiful. Beautiful. And which tense is this? C'est un conditionnel. Of course. So this is a conditional. Qui ne manquerait. However, let's look at the ending there. A-I-T. It's the same t- ending as, a, as, a, as an imperfect. It is. But I'm looking at the fact that it's singular. And we're talking yeah. about a crowd. A crowd of tourists, of spectators and journalists. And just to note there that we're making that manquerait agree with the crowd, not the speakers. Exactly. Like the speakers, the, the journalists, yeah. the tourists and so on. Okay, yeah, the spectators. Yeah, yeah. No, it's une foule. And in English, I think we would say a crowd is stampeding you, through the streets or whatever. Yeah, you would, but very quickly, your next sentence would start with "and they did." They, you would, yeah. you would revert to to a plural. A plural, yeah. Okay, and it's, it's just a, one of these uh, one of those hours of conversation I've had with people when you say the government is or the government are, yeah. uh, the police a is or the police are. I, I always find it uh, uh, difficult in French. It's straightforward. Yeah, so it's whatever the thing is. In it's this case, une foule. In full, there we go. That's it. You Stick use you with. use the verb that goes with it at at the at the singular form, and here we've got AIT for the conditional. Good. So this crowd wouldn't miss for the world this annual meeting. Lovely expression, by the way. Um, uh, ne manquer pour rien, rien au monde. monde. I yeah. love this. I yeah, think it, it goes uh, really nice. Okay. So how how would you say I wouldn't miss that for the world? Je ne manquerai ça pour rien au monde. Yeah, Je just, ne manquerai ça pour rien au monde. And just for anyone who's thinking, oh, wait a minute, what about this monkey? I thought mm-hmm. we swapped round monkey, il me manque, and all that. I miss that's, him. That's when it's affectionate. Yeah, yes, right, yes, okay. Yes. In this case, we're talking about monkey as in just missing the bus. Yes, exactly. So it's, that, it's that level. Something. It's that, yeah. Je ne manquerai ça pour rien au monde. Très bien. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Yeah. Okay, let's find out what they're there for. <laughs> pour voir ou juste apercevoir. Les vedettes défilaient sur le tapis rouge et assistaient à la fameuse montée des marches. So, they wouldn't miss it for the world to see or just notice in the distance. To get a glimpse, like, of, a glimpse of, uh-huh, of something, uh-huh. yeah. I like the word if you go voir and apercevoir. It's quite nice, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, there's a difference, obviously, between seeing and just glimpsing in the distance. Yeah, yeah. Les vedettes, so the stars, défilaient. <laughs> go by because they, they all arrive for the film and yes. then they stop and talk to the journalist and so on um, and, they're, and all then, going, they're all going on that uh, red carpet yep. so they're all going as if they were marching you know uh-huh. like it was a procession nearly you know <laughs> so on the tapis rouge sur le tapis rouge et assister à la fameuse montée des marches and then they're going to take part in the famous climbing of the stairs because the stairs go up to yes. the Paris the, uh-huh. the, the festival they're not climbing them but no they're they're going up the stairs yeah you exactly. can still climb stairs it doesn't right. mean you need crampons and all that kind of thing <laughs> Ok, final sentence. Dorénavant, le Festival de Cannes s'affiche comme un événement incontournable pour tous les passionnés de cinéma. 
dorénavant. I love, love it. that it's word. It's a beautiful word. <laughs> it kind of means from that point onwards. On, onwards, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. It, it, you would say if you use that in a in a spoken um, form, mm-hmm. you know, in a conversation, and I think people would say, you know, it sounds a wee bit too too posh. It's, it's kind of a it's a wee bit too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think in, in, in its written form, it's a beautiful word. Like, from that moment on, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. yeah from that moment on. Le Festival de Cannes, so the, the Cannes Film Festival, s'affiche. It gets put on the map. Yeah, yeah. Um, literally, it, it sticks itself up uh, like a poster. Mm-hmm. Comme un événement incontournable. Incontournable, so, yeah. yeah. So uh, an unmissable event yeah. uh, for everyone who loves cinema. For all the, 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 the cinema buffs. fans. Yeah. Okay. Voilà. That's, a great, text, that's uh, a great text. Ouais. Fantastic. Very rich. Tout à fait. I still think it should have been the blue perfect. Alors, quand est-ce qu'on s'en va? <laughs> okay, we're going to take a short break and argue a little more about this. We'll be back in just a moment. Allez, salut! If you'd like to take your French that bit further, then you may consider signing up for one of our premium courses on the Coffee Break Academy. There's something for everyone, from absolute beginners up to advanced learners, and the premium materials include lesson notes, transcripts, video lessons, exercises, and vocabulary guides, depending on which course you opt for. Head over to coffeebreakacademy.com to find out more. Welcome back to this rather heated... Yeah, but it's because we're in a wee booth, Mark. Yeah, of okay. course, of course. Yeah, yeah, A heated episode of the Coffee Break <laughs> French magazine. And this is the part of the show where the Coffee Break French listener becomes the star of the show. And we've got a fantastic question today from Sophie. So let's have a listen to her question. Hi, my name is Sophie and I have been listening to Coffee Break French and I'm studying French at school. I have a question about a group of words that sound very similar. What is the difference between and when would you use ce, ceci, cela and ça? Thanks. Sophie, a fantastic question. Um, first of all, congratulations because it's wonderful to hear a, a younger listener sending in the question and it's great to know that you're studying French at school. We hope that you enjoy listening to Coffee Break French. But let's talk a little bit about these little words that Sophie's mentioned here. Oh, they're tricky ones, aren't they? They are. So we've got <laughs> ce, ce, ceci, ceci, cela, cela, and ça. Ça. First of all, the first one, sir, mm-hmm. is an adjective. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's a demonst- demonstrative adjective. It so, means this. This. So, ce livre, as you said, if you yeah. just said. Okay. This book. Uh, uh, ce, ce festival. This festival. Uh-huh. Ce film. This film. Uh-huh. If it goes into the feminine. It becomes something different. It yeah. becomes set. Set. Okay. It sounds like number seven, mm-hmm. but it's spelled. C-E-T-T-E. Right. And and uh, that was not mentioned, but I think we need to, to, to separate all these. So, ce and set, yep. and that's your demonstrative adjective. So demonstrative adjectives that go with a noun. Yes. They have to be followed by a noun. Yeah. So Sophie, when you're thinking about this, always think of ce being a masculine demonstrative adjective that goes with, for example, livre. Ce livre, this book. And set is the feminine equivalent, cette maison. This okay. case. Sophie also asked about ceci and cela. Now those are similar words. Yes. They're both pronouns. Exactly. They're not adjectives. So we need to, maybe, we need to kind of refresh the whole thing. What's Mm -hmm. the difference between an adjective and a pronoun? 
Well, an adjective is always going to go with a noun. It yeah. qualifies a noun. It describes a noun. Yeah. Yeah. And although we're thinking about describing things like um, red or large or something like that, this is also an adjective. So yeah. this book, that's your adjective. However, if you're talking about this, and that's all you're seeing, you're representing whatever it is that you're pointing to. That's a pronoun. That's the pronoun. So when you're pointing to something referring to this thing, and you've not really mentioned what it is, you're just talking about this, it could be a topic, it could be a situation or whatever, you just say ceci. Mm-hmm. However, if you're talking about the, 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 the opposite of that, if you like, that, this and that, then the that one is cela. Très bien. So you've got ceci, cela. Sometimes you use ça as well. You I think it was a, it was in the question, wasn't it? Was it was indeed, yeah. Right. And ça is maybe more the, the kind of a everyday form, okay? And you don't have a C yeah. to, to contrast them, okay? So you have to be j'aime ça. And you must yeah. have heard it in that phrase, Sophie. J'aime ça. Je déteste ça. Je voudrais ça. Exactly. You wouldn't, however, say j'aime si no, there's no, no such word as that it there is not. a word si but it's it's yeah. linked to something else we, yeah. we've not got time to go into that and that complicates mm. things a mm. little so just to recap then we've got se ce being a demonstrative adjective and then when it's feminine it goes c-e-t-t-e mm-hmm. so that's ce livre cette maison and then the other words you wanted to know about were ceci cela and ça so if we group all of those together, because those are all pronouns, demonstrative pronouns, ceci, meaning this, as in this concept, this thing, this situation, this whatever, cela, the opposite, or not quite the opposite, but you're pointing further away, that, so that situation, that concept, that thing, and then ça, being the alternative to cela. We hope that that helps you, Sophie, <laughs> to work out what all of these strange words mean. Bonne um, chance. <laughs> indeed, bonne chance. And, and well done for, for keeping up with your French and for listening to, to Coffee Break French. We C'était you... une super question. Tout à fait. Okay, if you have a question like Sophie, then you can send us a voicemail. And I'm just going to give you the numbers now to call. If you are in the UK, call 0141-416-6880. If you're in the US, it's 347-474-6880. And if you're in Australia, it's 08-7200-6880. Or simply go to coffeebreakquestions.com and leave us your voicemail there. We look forward to your questions. Okay, it's time for the final section of the episode. Alors, on est de retour avec Suzy pour la dernière partie de, de cet épisode. Comment vas-tu Très bien, merci. Et toi Très bien. Est-ce que tu es déjà allé au Festival de Cannes Non, jamais. Ah, désolé. Hein <rire> oui, c'est triste. Il faut vraiment y aller. Hein c'est vraiment une, y a une ambiance fantastique. Oui, j'imagine. <rire> Alors, qu'est-ce que tu as pour nous aujourd'hui euh, nous avons une citation. Une citation, a quotation. Oui. I love the quotations. Okay, oui, let's hear what we've got. And who, who's this by, first of all? It's by Jean Cocteau. Ah, now, if our listeners are familiar with our En Route series, mm-hmm. you will remember uh, our episode about Jean Cocteau in the Musée de Cocteau uh, in Menton, uh, where Cocteau, uh, uh, a multi-talented person, he was an artist, a film <laughs> director, a, a novelist, and so many different aspects. But he uh, had a very close connection with Menton. So, what is the quote that you've got from us uh, for, for, from 
cocteau for us, Suzy. <rire> OK, here it is. La Côte d'Azur est la serre où poussent les racines. Paris est la boutique où l'on vend les fleurs. Oh, intéressant. OK, <rire> let's repeat this and we'll pause after each section so that our listeners can work out what this means. La Côte d'Azur est la serre où poussent les racines. Okay, so la serre is perhaps the tricky word in there. Mm -hmm. La serre is a greenhouse, okay, or the greenhouse. And then the verb pousser obviously means to push, but it's got a specific meaning when it comes to plants. Mm -hmm. It means... To grow. To grow. So what is it that grows in this greenhouse? Les racines. It's the... The roots. The roots. So la Côte d'Azur, the, the Riviera, is the greenhouse where the roots grow. That's right. Et la prochaine partie? Paris est la boutique où l'on vend les fleurs. So here we're talking about Paris, and it's the boutique, la boutique, the shop, où l'on vend des fleurs, where one sells the flowers. So the Côte d'Azur is the greenhouse where the roots grow, and Paris is the shop where the flowers are sold. An interesting <laughs> proposition here. So is this, are we talking about cinema here? I think Cocteau is talking about art in general here. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we've, the, the whole artistic world the, where the, the roots are grown in the Côte d'Azur and the, the warmth and the sun, mm -hmm. the, the life and everything <laughs> there. Um, but the commercial side of art mm -hmm. is directed in Paris, where That's all right. the money is. Although there's lots of money in the Côte d'Azur as well. <laughs> perhaps <laughs> perhaps the, the dwellers of the Côte d'Azur go to Paris to buy their art and then put it on the walls of their beautiful mansions in the, Côte, the mansions in the Côte d'Azur. Alors, merci beaucoup, Suzy, encore une fois. De rien. Et à la prochaine. À la prochaine. Okay, I have to tell you, Pierre Benoit, that the votes are now in from Belgium. Okay. Because while we were recording that little segment with Susie there, I got a message from Sophie, who's from Belgium, and uh, Sophie thinks it should have been a du être annulé. Yeah. Alors là, c'est la, c'est le premier. <laughs> c'est le premier. It's the first one that goes the kind of goes into the the, the other, yep. the other section, the other construction. That's But not to worry, not to worry. Okay, of course, this is where we tell you that you can get lots more for your uh, coffee break French magazine experience by heading over to the Coffee Break Academy. You have the full transcript of our uh, lesson with lesson notes, vocabulary and exercises. So just head to coffeebreakacademy.com for that. And now I need to remind you that you can keep practicing your French by joining us on social media. You'll find us on Facebook. Uh, just search for a uh, Coffee Break French. Um, we're uh, Learn French on Twitter and you can get some behind the scenes photos and language learning content throughout the week on the Coffee Break Language account on Instagram. Très bien. Now, uh, next time, we are going to find it difficult to keep Pierre Benoit from singing because we are focusing on uh, the singer Edith Piaf in our next episode. Something to look forward to. Yes, and uh, Mark, Mark might leave uh, the recording booth thinking about this song. No, no, je ne regrette rien. We'll see. Keep it for next week. Hey, <laughs> salut. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2019, Radiolingua Limited.
Recording copyright 2019, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved.